Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are going to be talking all about late night menus at Wishes Collection events. But first, I wanted to let you know that Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons ebook has been updated with all the latest pricing for 2014 and 2015. The biggest change, of course, is the new structure for pricing Wishes Collection events. So the book now includes that whole structure. It breaks down all the minimums and what applies to each of those minimums. But it also has updated pricing on elements that are applicable to Escape Collection, even Memories Collection, and of course, Wishes Collection. So I've updated prices throughout the book to reflect all the changes that have happened since the last update. There's also a new section on other places to get married near Disney and new information for Swan and Dolphin events and Shades of Green events. Another great feature of the newly revised book is the completely overhauled Wishes Collection budget. This is a self-calculating worksheet where you can put in all the prices for the different things you want, and it will tell you how much of what you're spending goes to each of the three new minimums, how much tax will be, and how much service charge will be, and how much on top of that you'll be paying. So you can see at a glance how much more your wedding will cost under the new structure, whether you're going to meet each of these minimums, and how much you're saving (laughs) if you happen to be saving money. So basically the whole thing has been completely revised and if you already own the ebook you can get the new update for free simply by logging back into your account on the Passporter store. What you do is find the order where you purchased the ebook, and on that page with all the order information at the bottom, there is a link where you can just click and re download the book and you'll get the brand new version. So, I just wanted to let you know about these changes because it's a pretty big update to the book, and like I said, it's free if you already own it, and that way you can have the very latest information if you're planning an event for 2014 or 2015. So now let's talk about late night menus at Wishes Collection events. This is a trend that has been popular among mainstream weddings for several years now, and we're starting to see it pop up more and more at Disney weddings. So a late night menu is generally for people who are having long evening receptions. Toward the end of the reception, it's been a while since you cut the cake, it's been even longer since dinner, why not have a little snack to keep people going as they're out on the dance floor? And it's fun to see the ideas that brides come up with for snacks that their guests might enjoy, so I asked some of the brides I've interviewed recently to share what they had on their late night menus and how they chose that and how their guests liked it. I'm speaking with Christy McClarty, who added a late night menu of Mickey bars to her reception about how she got the idea and how it turned out. So welcome, Christy. Hi, Carrie. Tell us a little bit about how you got the idea to do a late night menu. Well, our reception itself is pretty late at night anyways, but um, I knew come, you know, 12 o'clock, 1230 in the morning, 
people might need a little pick-me-up, and I was hoping they'd stay away from the alcohol for that. So uh, we started looking into different late-night snacks that we could bring out and, you know, just kind of warm up their bellies a little bit and keep them on the dance floor. So what kinds of stuff did your planner offer you? Well, originally I was looking at an ice cream sundae bar, and they priced that out for me. And quickly I found out that most of the things that we had for a late-night option were priced per person. And whenever I started looking at we had a larger guest count. We had about 150 guests there. So whenever I started looking at adding 10 to $20 a person, it was you know, becoming very quickly a very expensive late-night snack. I see. So, and Mickey bars being a favorite of just about everybody and relatively inexpensive, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and they actually weren't priced per person, which was the best part of them. They were actually priced as a bill on consumption. You know, like they would do with alcohol, they priced it out as a guesstimate on how many our guests would consume, and we only got charged for what we actually consumed. So, for me, that was a much better cost-saving tip than to spend $17 a person on ice cream, you know, a whole Sunday bar that, you know, half our guests might not even touch. So if somebody wanted to eat five Mickey ice cream bars, I was okay with that because at least I was paying for just what they consumed. You know, with the ice cream bar, we're looking at close to $3,000, which is a lot of money for ice cream. I could throw a heck of an ice cream party for $3,000 <laughs> where we actually spent close to 250 like $275 on Mickey ice cream bars, which is just a way better deal. Plus, it had a Disney flair to it, as well with being the Mickey ice cream bars. Wow, that's a great savings. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So then how did your guests react when they wheeled out a cart full of Mickey bars? Well, I know my sister was very happy because I saw her with one in each hand, <laughs> um, which was pretty funny. So um, truthfully, it was for her because um, we were originally going to have a dessert party, and when all of our scheduling got changed, uh, we lost the dessert party, and she was upset that we weren't going to have the Mickey ice cream bar. So truthfully, I added it in for her, and she was very happy. But everybody thought it was really cool because they wheeled out a cart that looked like a miniature version of the carts they have inside the park, and they could just walk up and get a Mickey ice cream bar, and they thought that was really neat. Oh, that sounds great. Well, thanks for sharing your story. I think this is a great option, and like you say, an economical one too. Absolutely. Now I'm speaking with Samantha Stevenson about the late-night menu she added to her wedding reception, which featured a guacamole bar. This sounded so delicious, I had to talk to her and find out how she got the idea and what it was like. So welcome, Samantha. Thank you. Okay, how did you decide to add a late-night menu to your reception? I think one of the things that uh, my husband, Corey, really wanted was to have food later in the reception, because usually at a wedding, after dancing, by the end of the night, you're kind of getting hungry again. So that's always his complaint at a wedding. So we wanted to make sure we kind of added something yummy and easy to snack on at ours. So then what kinds of choices did Disney offer you when you mentioned this? We honestly were originally just going to have pretzel bread from Les Solaires. And we just were going to have that like throughout the night. But then at our tasting at the boardwalk, the head chef actually ran and got pictures of this guacamole bar. And he was super secretive about it because they hadn't done it many times. He was like showing it to us, but not showing our planner. Like he wasn't even letting us see these. But basically, I mean, when we saw that you could have, you know, a custom guacamole bar and everyone could have the one that they wanted and loving guacamole ourselves, we were hooked. When it was in our price point, we knew that we had to have it. 
That's cool. Now, how does this work? Is there like a base of guacamole and then they add ingredients or? Yeah. So basically they have, you know, the guacamole, so they have the avocado and everything ready. And then they have a ton of ingredients like tomatoes and onion and olives and queso fresco, other cheeses. And then basically they let you choose what you want in your individual guacamole. So each person got to say almost like an omelet bar where they got to choose the ingredients. Um, And then they made it fresh right there for you. They also had like pineapple salsa and pico de gallo and they had house-made tortilla chips, which were delicious. So basically it was customized to whatever the guests wanted. That sounds great. Do you remember what the price point was? You know, it's actually like put into, they called it the late night menu on our BEO and that includes the guacamole bar. We had torch creme brulee, macaroons, and um, two different chocolate shots. So like all of that was, I believe, $42 a person. So I don't have the breakdown of the guacamole. That's interesting. But those are some other good ideas. And I really wish I'd been at your wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So how did your what did your guests think when they discovered the guacamole bar? I think that because it was a little bit later, the one thing I kind of wish they did was that they announced it maybe a little more before its arrival because so many guests were busy dancing or at the photo mingle booth that I think it kind of got lost in a way where they didn't even know it was out and then they found out later and they were super upset they missed it. That's a really good point. So maybe it would be wise if you're going to do a late night menu to make sure the DJ knows to announce it when it shows up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the guests that had it loved it. I mean, the especially the kids like loved adding the things in that they wanted and making ridiculous things of guacamole. But I think it was really a hit and it was delicious. So I think it was great for everyone. This is great stuff. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, absolutely. Now I'm speaking with Jenna Blank, who had a donut buffet at her wishes reception at the Grand Floridian following a wedding at the Wedding Pavilion. Welcome, Jenna. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show. When I saw the word donut, I knew I had to talk to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, first, how did you guys decide that you wanted to do something special, like at the end of the night, kind of an extra food item after the regular reception? Yeah, well, we knew we wanted something at the very end of the night because we're typically the couple that when we leave a wedding, we're stopping at some fast food joint because we're hungry at that point, you know, after all the dancing and everything. So we knew we wanted something to end the night with. And how we came up with the donuts is that we wanted a way to honor my grandfather, who is no longer with us. And we already had something at the ceremony. And we just thought, okay, how can we like incorporate it into the reception? So one thing that he always had every morning was donuts. So we thought, okay, how cool would that be if kind of as a late night treat or take it with you for the next morning, if we could have, you know, all these variety of donuts set up. So that's kind of how it came to be. That's cool. And now, as it worked out for you, it wasn't just Disney made you a bunch of donuts. It was a little bit more complicated than that, but it ended up being really cool. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, when I first proposed the idea to my planner, and I worked with Lisa Smith, she let me know that when she talked to the, you know, Disney Bakery and the Grand Floridian staff that Disney's donuts are actually just Krispy Kreme donuts. The only donut they could do is a glazed donut. So technically, all we would get is a bunch of plain donuts. And when she looked into it further, it was actually pretty costly. For about 75 donuts, it was going to be up over, I think, like $200. 
it was almost like, I forget what she said. It was like over $50 a dozen. I can't remember the specifics with that, but that wasn't really the direction we were headed in. So she kind of wanted to play around with it. And she ended up contacting Elizabeth Sutton, who was our floral planner. And she kind of wanted to, you know, explore the idea a little further. And they kept talking about a donut shop in Florida known as the Donut King. And they reached out to this Donut King and they were more than happy to do the donuts. So because it was an outside food vendor, we ended up doing it as a favor incorporated into this kind of like donut bar. So they Disney packaged them and the Donut King delivered them. So it all worked out in the end and it was really pretty cool. Yeah, that's really interesting because it's very rare that you can use an outside vendor for food at a Disney wedding. And this sounds like this is the way they do it. Like you say, they made it a favor. How many different flavors did you have? Were they individually packaged or were they in groups or? Yeah, from what I understand, the Donut King delivered them to Disney property to the, I I believe, right to the floral department. I don't think they ever actually came to the Grand Floridian. And at the floral department, that's where Elizabeth had the donut boxes ready to go. And I can't even tell you how many actual flavors we had. It, we it had everything from glaze, sprinkled, jelly, to Snickers topping, Oreo topping, Butterfinger topping. There were so many in there. It, and there was like some that had nuts on them. It was insane. I think they basically gave us a sampling of everything that they created. And when we arrived to the reception, how we saw them displayed is each donut was in an individual box. It was a six by six box and they had stacked them like a tower and the boxes were a clear top so that you could look in and see all the different varieties there were to choose from. That's great. So then how did your guests react? They were astounded. Most of my guests who, who knew my grandfather immediately made the connection and we put up a frame and at the end of the night, some of them were snacking on the donuts and then some of them, you know, had tucked them away in their purses ready for the next morning. So it was pretty cool to see. And then my husband and I actually, for our photographer, she set up a shot where we did a donut taste just like, you know, you do with the cake, <laughs> cut into a donut and then fed each other just like we did the cake. So that was pretty cool too. That's great. Well, this is really cool. I think this is a great idea and something I certainly never would have thought of, but it sounds like it was a hit and an unusual thing to add to your wedding. Definitely. They were surprised by the amount of varieties. You know, it wasn't just a typical donut. I was really happy that Disney thought so outside of the box. I know Elizabeth Sutton worked a lot with contacting this vendor and working out how they were going to deliver them. And Funny enough, the boxes ended up costing more than the donuts because, I mean, we got six dozen donuts for $65. It was, and they threw in the delivery. I think they wanted to, you know, make a connection to Disney and be a future vendor for them. So we, we ended up lucking out with that. Well, that's cool. Well, anybody listening to this show who gets the idea that they want to have Donut King Donuts, maybe it will turn out to be a thing. Yes, yes. I encourage anyone to do it because it was, it was amazing. Well, thanks for sharing your story. All right. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, 
check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>